2: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your Faithful Giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
3: A year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. God, I need your anointing at this 1115. And I need you to come in this room and break down anything that would set itself up against the move of God. I need you to come in this room and every online platform and break down anything that opposes the move of God. God, speak to us with clarity. Speak to us with strength. Speak to us with power. We need to hear from you. And we tell you, God, that we are open. And we tell you, God, that we are ready. And we tell you, God, that we are open. And we tell you, God, that we are ready right now. In Jesus' name, I want you to make this prophecy over yourself, 1115. Say, allow me to reintroduce myself. Say, I'm going meta. Can you just shake the hand of two or three people around you and say, God's about to reintroduce you. Go to three people and shake the hand in the building online do the hand of the handshake emoji or just type it in the comments god is about to reintroduce me you met me one way it's about to be a reintroduction this one please you met me one way it's about to be a reintroduction come on come on make this declaration one more time say he's about to reintroduce me 1115, let me teach you something. Death and life are in the power of your tongue, which means whatever comes off your tongue is where you're going to triumph. Your words create your world. What you say determines what you see. The reason I have you speak so much in church, and I can see some of you are not used to that, is because if you don't say it, you're never going to see it. Some of you are waiting on God to do something, and God says you haven't opened your mouth. So every time you speak something, you're putting life into the atmosphere. And guess what? I know sometimes you may be like, well, Bishop, I spoke some good things and didn't see it. That means you're going to have to speak just that much more to overdo and to cancel out the negative that you have spoken. So let's go up in the spirit for a moment. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, I cancel the power of every negative word I've spoken. And today, I release by faith this declaration. I'm going meta." and you're about to reintroduce me now you ought to rejoice because heaven heard you and heaven is about to take what you said and bring it to pass heaven heard you and heaven is about to take what you spoke and make it manifest in front of your face fist bump somebody say God's about to reintroduce you now, why do I have you take these praise breaks and say five seconds and three seconds and 10 seconds is because, watch me, your praise is literally a weapon, the scripture says. The Bible teaches us in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, write it down, go on your own time, that when they were facing three enemies, that they released praise. And when they released praise, the Bible says that the Lord sent an ambush against their enemies. Now here's the question, what's an enemy? An enemy is any noun, person, place, thing or idea that opposes your forward progress. So check this out. You think I'm just shouting to be emotional, I'm not. My shout today is taking out my Monday enemy. My clap today is taking out my Tuesday trick. Yup. My shout today is taking out what was trying to wear me down on Wednesday. So 1115, when I count to three, I need you to release some weapons in the building and online. One, two, three, go. Hey, my praise is a weapon. My praise is a weapon. My praise is a weapon. And the more I praise him, the better I feel. And the more I praise him, he scatters all of my enemies. Let God arise and my enemies be scattered. Come on, say my praise is a weapon. So when I have you to do that, it's not just being emotional. See, you want to go, you want to get on Facebook and clap back when your praise could go clap back for you. You wanna get on Instagram and get in the comments with trolls when your praise would shut the mouth of every troll. You want to email them and tell them, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind when your praise won't let them sleep. For anybody where well, you walked in church today, in the building or online, and you've had some nouns, people, places, things, and ideas trying to come against you. When I count to three, I want you to act like what you were dealing with when you got here, dealing with when you logged on. That's not going to be your issue this week. One, two, three, go. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. You need weapons, but I got to shout. This is why I'm never scared. Because if God be for me, tell me what idiot would be stupid enough to come against me. Shake your neighbor's arm like you're going to shake it off. Say your praise is a weapon. So don't you be quiet if you sit next to somebody that's quiet. Don't you shut down because they think you're doing too much. If you don't like how I praise him, go sit your behind somewhere else. Because my praise isn't for you. My praise is for God. I just heard the Lord say your praise changed that doctor's report. Somebody, you're going to the doctor this week and you're going to see a result. And the result's going to be in your favor. I know it got your mama, but it ain't going to touch you. Because your praise is a weapon. And your name's about to be brought up. And favor's about to find you. And debts are about to be canceled. And opportunities about to open. Because your praise
2: is up.
3: So while you stressed out, I just shout. While you tripping, I learned how to leap and give him glory. While you losing sleep, losing hair, and gaining weight, I'm getting better because I know how to use my praise. Come on, fist bump somebody next to you say, use your weapons, please. Now that I got the atmosphere right. Listen, I ain't no Denver pastor. You don't punk me. You don't punk me from the pew. You ready? Uh-uh. We're going to give God what we owe him. And watch me. And I'm so glad because some of y'all are doubters. Guess what you're about to see? You're about to see miracles manifest to silence your doubt. I pray for every doubter that's watching me right now. Every doubter that's in this building right now. God's about to show you better than he can tell you. You're going to touch it. You're going to see it. You're going to walk in it. You're going to drive it. You're going to live in it. Somebody shout, Miracles are on the way. Let's go to work. 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 Come on, fist bump somebody. Say, Miracles are on the way. Bishop, it ain't working. That was at 1202. It's 1203. And I serve a God. That can do things suddenly. Let you, he's a God that can do things suddenly. We gotta go. 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 This is your month. <laughs> this is your month. This is your month. This is your month. And Sunday, wait a minute. Now that the atmosphere is right, I just need us to step for 30 more seconds into this stirred up atmosphere. If you wanna get out of your seat, get out of it. If you wanna walk to altar, walk to altar. Whatever you need to do, I'm gonna give you 30 more seconds. If you wanna kneel at your seat, kneel at your seat at home, whatever you wanna do, but you got 30 more seconds. Because this atmosphere, this is about to be your game changer. This is about to be your game changer. 30, 29,
2: 28,
3: 27. Why are you sitting there? Open up your mouth and release your praise to your God. This is my Meta Month. This is my Meta Month. I'm about to close some deals this month. I'm about to see some debts cancelled this month. I'm about to see some results in my family this month. I'm about to see some results in my health this month. I'm about to see some results in my money this month. Come on, ten more seconds. Ten.
2: Nine.
3: Eight. Seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We have to go. Shake the hand of two people as you go to your seat. Say, God's about to reintroduce you. He's about to reintroduce you. see for some of y'all you remember when you couldn't do that you remember when the pressure was too high too much you couldn't worship for some of you your reintroduction has already started because it was hard for you to praise it was hard for you to clap it was hard for you to shout it was hard for you to worship because you had so much on you but your reintroduction ready. yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Be seated. Elbow somebody say, God's about to reintroduce you. Be seated. Say, God's about to reintroduce you. Be seated. God's about to reintroduce you. You're about to take your rightful seat. You're about to take your rightful place. You're about to take your rightful opportunity. You ain't gonna be crying over what you cried about yesterday. You ain't gonna be worried about what you were worried about yesterday. God is about to re-intro. God, but we gotta go. You gotta go. Let me do like old school choir. So let me help you. Because on Sunday I taught you that God demands more from meta people. You are not regular, you are not average. You are not like the rest of your bloodline and like the rest of your family. You're the meta person in your family. So listen to me, 1115. God has always demanded more from you. Other people got away with stuff he didn't let you get away with. Other people could do things and you thought, God, you didn't say anything. That's because God knew they had already been where they were going. But you were going to be the meta person. You would be the David in your bloodline. You would be the Joseph in your bloodline. You would be the, uh, uh, the Jesus in your bloodline. You would be the Job in your bloodline. So God has always demanded more from you. Look at me. It's true. It's true. Somebody say, it's true. He's always demanded more from you. He always wouldn't let you get away with what other people got away with. He always made sure that you would get it right even with people who did you wrong. Is there anybody in the building besides me? You can tell the truth, Where sometimes in your life, you're like, God, why am I the one going through this? Why am I the one that has to do right even though they did me wrong? Can I tell you why? You're the meta person. Lay your hands on yourself. Say your first and last name. Say, you're the meta person. Look at Luke twelve forty eight. Luke 12, 48 says, And from whom they entrusted much. And God has trusted you with a lot. He's trusted you with another opportunity. He's trusted you to be a six or seven figure earner. He's trusted you to be debt free. He's trusted you to break every generational curse in your bloodline. He's trusted you to be the head and not the tail above only and never beneath he trusted you to go through a bad relationship and not be bitter he trusted you to go through a bad friendship and not be bitter he's trusted you with a lot so what does the bible say he's going to demand much more from you and if god demands more from you that means you're going to deal with more pressure if you're going to deal with more pressure that means you have to make more sacrifice i know i'm not the only one in this building online where you have had to make sacrifices watch me in private that nobody ever knew about in public Is there anybody where you've had to give up what you wanted now for what you wanted most and nobody saw that? Come on. Is there anybody? Because that's what a sacrifice is. A sacrifice means that I surrender something natural for something supernatural. I had to give up my natural comfort so I could get supernatural conquering. I had to give up my natural desire to want to clap back to get a supernatural clap back from God. I don't know who used to hear this, but it's at least 80 of y'all in this building and ten of y'all online. God says, because you were silent and didn't say anything, God's about to clap back for you. I What's a clap back? He's going to speak since you were silent. And he's going to shut the mouth of every hater, shut the mouth of every enemy, shut the mouth of every problem. Watch me. Watch me. Sacrifice. It means that I make a small trade that will yield me a big result. Why? Because big doors swing on small hinges. See, a lot of you, you've been making little sacrifices every single day. And those little sacrifices you've made on a daily are about to add up to something big. Nobody knew the sacrifice you had to make, let's talk, to be the mama that you are. Nobody knew the sacrifices you had to take to be the father that you are. Nobody knew the sacrifices you had to make to be the leader that you are. Can I be honest with you? When you sacrifice well, you make what you do look easier than it really is. This is why other people sometimes think they could do what you do, but the truth is they can never sit a minute in the seat that you sit in because they don't recognize the sacrifices that are required to do what you do. But guess what? You got this because you're the meta person. I told you on Wednesday and taught you five trades that Jesus made that took him meta. Jesus, now you look at him, and you say, well, that's God. Well, he's the anthropos, which means he's the God man. 100% man, 100% God. So much God you can't believe is man, so much man you can't believe is God. You see his divinity when he says Lazarus come forward. But you see his humanity when just a few moments earlier he cries because Lazarus has died. You see his divinity when he says peace be still to the storms, but you see his humanity when he is frustrated in the temple and he flips over the tables. You see his divinity operating when he turns two fish and five loaves of bread into a meal that feeds 5,000 men plus women and children. But you see his humanity when he gets frustrated at his team because he says the son of man has nowhere to lay his head and foxes have holes and birds have nests. And y'all couldn't even make sure I got hotel accommodations while I'm trying to handle this situation. So, Jesus had to make five trades, five sacrifices, and I taught you those on Wednesday. This message is called, Allow Me to Reintroduce Myself. I need you to practice. Reach out to somebody next to you. And if you're next to somebody who don't want to follow instructions, reach around them. They'll get the message after a while, because ain't nobody studying them. Reach out to them. Just shake their hand. Don't shake their hand off. Just say, Allow Me to Reintroduce Myself. Say, I've gone meta since the last time we we saw one another. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I was stressed out last week. I ain't tripping this week. Allow me to reintroduce myself. I felt like giving up before, but I went meta since the last time you saw me. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, God... Is about to reintroduce you. I'll talk to the definitions of the word meta. Meta has three sets of definitions. Number one, it means behind. There's some things you're going to put behind you this month. If it's in front of you, because if I'm putting it behind me, that means at one point I was preoccupied with it because it was in front of me. So there's some things you've been preoccupied with that you're going to put behind you. You've been preoccupied with your past, preoccupied with your ex, preoccupied with what didn't go right preoccupied with your failure, preoccupied with your mistake, and your meta, God says you're going to put that behind you. And what? watch me, you're going from preoccupied to now occupation. Let me see if I can say it another way. You're going from preoccupied, which means I couldn't focus on what I needed to focus on because this thing kept getting in the doggone way. Is there anybody in the building where it seems like the more you try to focus on what you're supposed to focus on, all of these distractions start popping up. What if I told you you're about to put the distraction... Next, it means after. There's some things you're going to go from before to after. I've been giving you this example of the old school talk shows. Who remembers Ricky Lake and Sally Jesse Raphael and Oprah and Phil Donahue and Geraldo and uh, Rivera and all of that? Check this out. What they would do is they would have these before and after shows. So they'd see a person in their before picture, and when you saw them in their before, they were normally messed up. You know, they look kind of sad, all slouched, slouched over and all that. And then they would go through a process that took their meta, and then you'd see their after. Hear me, 1115, you owe us your after picture. Why? We were introduced to your before, and your meta month, we're going to see your after And here's the great part. After that mean done, it just means I have progress from where I started. Oh, this ain't the end for me. What if I told you what you're doing right now is the lowest that you'll ever be and you ain't doing bad, but there's so much more. God did not save you so you would just pay bills, have babies and die. But he saved you that you might rule and reign and conquer and subdue. Third, it means a cross, which means you're going to get to the other side. Jesus. It's in the Garden of Gethsemane, which means pressing and blessing at the same time. Which means, how do I know I'm about to get a big blessing? Because I'm in a big pressing. Mm -mm. Don't like your silence. Don't like your silence. How do I know I'm about to get a big blessing? It's because I'm in a big pressing. The greater the press, the bigger the bless. This ain't for everybody. But for those of us where it seems like the whole world has been on you, I need you to rejoice that that means God's about to bless your socks off. Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane, which means pressing and blessing at the same time. I can't have one without the other. So you want the blessing with no pressing, but you don't qualify for the blessing without the pressing. But if I get the pressing, I know that there's a blessing that's been prepared. So Jesus is in the garden of Gethsemane and he prays three times. How many times? Three times. He says, Lord, please, please, please let this cup pass from me. What's the cup? He says, I'm about to be beaten. They're going to rip my beard out. They're going to pierce my side. They're going to pierce my hands. They're going to pierce my feet. I'm about to be beaten for the sins of people who aren't even grateful. Let's talk. Have you ever had to do something for somebody and, and they weren't even grateful for what it cost you to do it? They didn't even say thank you for all the trouble you went through. to do. Y'all ain't going to talk. Jesus is like, I'm about to have to drink from this bitter cup dealing with these regular people. Let's talk. It's one thing to go through a problem and you're dealing with a different caliber of person. It's another thing when a regular smegular L7 mediocre person is starting stuff with you. Y'all ain't going to talk? I feel like preaching. Like you're too regular to bring me this many problems. Jesus is king of kings and lord of lords, and he's dealing with regular problems. He's like, this is crazy. I'm about to drink from the cup of bitterness, and he says, I don't want to do it. If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. He's like, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. If it's possible, I don't want to go through this, because when I drink from this cup, this cup is bitter. This cup is painful. This cup isn't full of joy. See, I don't know who told you that every day with God is supposed to be a a great sunny day where you're tiptoeing through the tulips and you have No problems. That's a lie. Every day ain't going to be a perfect day, but it will be a day that the Lord made. And I only have one choice. That's to rejoice and be made glad in it. See, some of y'all, you keep letting the day dictate to you and you need to dictate to the day. You need to tell the day, look, I know you're trying to start some stuff with me. I know you're starting issues with me, but I've made up my mind. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be made glad in it. So you can throw what you want to throw at me, but watch me shout. You can do what you want to do, but watch me So there's another side to the cup. So he's like, I don't want to drink from this cup. Three times he prays, and you know what the Lord says each time? No, no. How does he say no? Because he says nothing. What do you mean he said no? He said, you know what I said. See, some of y'all keep praying, asking him to say something else, and he's already said what he said. So I'm not repeating myself because you don't like my first answer. Drink from the cup. So he drinks from the cup. He, He goes to the cross. They beat him. They pierce him. They lie on him. They had to bring false witnesses because they didn't have anybody that could tell the truth. You know what's crazy about what you've had to go through? Is that they lied on you so you wouldn't tell the truth about them. Yeah. You ain't never had that happen? Yeah. Oh, watch me. Watch me. Look at me. Look at me. Jesus is like, okay, I got to go through this. So he drinks from this side of the cup. And it looks like he lost. It looks like He failed. It looks like everything he's preached over the last three and a half years,
0: lies, the lies, the
1: lies.
3: But three days later, it was a Sunday morning. He went meta and he was drinking from the other side of the cup. See, you only saw this side of the cup that looked like there was nothing there. But when he got to the other side of the cup. He was given a name that's above every name, that at that name, every knee's got to bow. At that name, every tongue has got to confess. What are you trying to tell me? You're about to get to the other side of the cup. It was bitter, but you're about to see that bitterness is not the end of your story. Then it means beyond. This means there's some things you never saw for yourself. There's some things you never saw for yourself. Uh, In Denver, when you look to the west and you see the mountains, you only see the the mountains. You think that's it. You think that's the end? Watch me. You'll think that's the end of what's available because you don't know. You ready for this? That he made a way out of nowhere. What do you mean? For those of you that live in Denver, you know that there's a tunnel in the mountain, which means I don't have to climb the mountain. All I got to do is drive through the mountain. And beyond the mountain, there's another side. I can see beyond. Las Vegas is out there. California's out there. Seattle's out there. The Pacific Ocean is out there. Hawaii is out there. What are you telling me, Bishop? For many of you, this month, God's about to show you the life beyond what you've been living. You're bigger than your city. You're bigger than your zip code. You're bigger than your fast background. You're bigger than your pedigree. I don't know who needs to hear this. You're bigger than the school you went to. Open your mouth. Say, I'll get beyond it this month. I never saw this for myself. I never saw this. That's what meta means. I didn't see this because I couldn't see beyond what looks so big? Second set of definitions. It means a higher or second order. Higher means you got to reach. And hear me. God's been stretching you. Wave at me if you. I'm telling the truth. Wave at me. to on have been online. You don't have Jimmy He's been stretching you. What does this mean? God has been stretching some of y'all like spandex. <laughs> you ready? He's been stretching you, and you're like, God, I can't take no more. And he's like, Yes, you can. I can't do it no more. Yes, you can. Lord, I'm sick of this. Shut your mouth. Lord, I can't do it no more. Stop talking. Because to go higher requires a reach, a reach requires a stretch, which means I have to get uncomfortable. Whenever, How do you know you're going meta? It's because you're not comfortable. For every person where you're comfortable, I'm sorry to be the announcement and to give you bad news, you are not going meta. But for the rest of us, where there's some areas of our lives where we're like, this is not comfortable, this is not pleasant, I need you to rejoice. Why? That's your proof that you're reaching for higher. That's all of us that are going every person where god's been stretching you normally you would have given up but he stretched you normally you would have cried but he stretched you normally you would have go spend all of your money and got an emotional shopping binge but he stretched you normally you would have ate all the food you could have ate but he stretched you normally you would have not eaten anything but he stretched you higher which means i gotta reach and then a second order which means i gotta wait for some of you, you settle for the first order, not realizing there's a second order available. The second order is your reintroduction, and this you have to wait for. I'm going to show you in just a moment several individuals where we're introduced to them, and then we have to wait until their second order. And for some of you, hear me, I curse you settling. Okay, what do you mean by that, Bishop? Curse means empowered to fail. Settling means you were satisfied with the first order, not recognizing there was a second order on the way. You were satisfied with the appetizer and said, ooh, that show was good. And God says, but that ain't everything I've prepared for you. See, some of y'all are like, I'm making money, I got a car, I'm doing good. You mean to tell me he went through all the hell I just told you he went through just so you can say I'm doing good? No, he went through the hell you went through so that you would be able to say he's made me a king and a priest. He's made me the head and not the tail. He's made me above, only, and never beneath, and I will wait to my second order. Here's the problem with the second order. Say, so what's the problem, Bishop? Because I got to wait for it. Waiting, um, waiting is, requires me to wait a certain way. Waiting requires me to wait with patience and patience isn't just waiting patience is how you act while you wait patience is the level of endurance you have before you get negative while you're being delayed or provoked which means every time you you don't wait right you reset the wait clock. why is that good news check your pulse check your pulse you see that pulse there that means god still has a plan which means any place you didn't wait right here's the good news god says but i'll give you an opportunity to make up for lost time Because some of you started complaining, tell the truth. Some of you started getting negative, tell the truth. Some of you started acting a fool, tell the truth. Let's be honest, 1115, but guess what? If you still got a pulse, God still has a plan. And I don't know who needs to hear this. God says, if you give him a yes right now, he's about to cut your weight till tonight. I, I ain't talking to everybody, but I'm talking to somebody. Elbow somebody so your weight is about to be over. I don't like the way I don't like I don't like that I don't like it. I don't like the way you said that to them, and they just kind of said, mm-hmm, "I don't like that." You need somebody around you that, when you say something like that, they take that thing up in a praise because they're excited that if your weight's about to be over, their weight's about to be over. Try another person, elbow them, and say, "I said your weight's about to be over." Let's go on and do this thing. Because the clock is about to hit meta. My watch is about to go meta. Alexa's about to sound the alarm and say, meta. meta. Siri's about to sound the alarm and say, meta. Yeah. Your phone's about to ring and they're gonna say, meta. Third set of definition it means a change in your position or your condition. Position is where you are, condition is how you are. Where you are. Hear me. Where you are is about to increase and upgrade. For four of you, go buy boxes today after church. Say, Bishop, I don't know where I'm going. You'll know, watch me, once you start packing. Y'all don't know how to follow instructions. Your position is about to change, and your condition is about to change. Your condition is about to change, your position is about to change. We see this in the Bible with the man that had been sitting by a pool for 38 years. For 38 years, his position and condition were the same. Until one day, till one day, till one day, Jesus stepped over other people, walked up to him, and said, Do you want to be made whole? Pay attention to the significance of it. When Jesus did this, watch me, normally the only way that they could have a meta moment was that an angel had to come down into a pool of water, stir that water up, and whoever got into the water first, they went meta. They saw these things happen. But this time, Jesus walks up to the man. He steps over his cousin, his uncle. See, some of y'all, you're trying to get co-signers to come with you. They don't want to go nowhere. They like being stuck. They like being stagnant. They're don't. They too scared to get out the boat. But I need to make sure I got some water walking, boat getting out of people in the building and online. Jesus walks up to the man and he says, listen, I ain't talking to them. Look at me, Levitin. He ain't talking to everybody that's in your friend group. Because some of these friends you see today, you ain't going to see no more. Because they're about to hit their expiration date. How do you know? Because the milk's been spoiling. Look at me. Some of your co-workers, look at me. Listen, they are not coming with you to your next. Y'all not going to talk. Some of your family members, they are not coming with you into your next. He, he skipped past everybody else and asked this man, 11 15, I'm asking you, do you want to be made whole? What was he saying to the man? Do you want to go meta? I'm going to ask the question, then we got to get to the rest of this word. Do you? I ain't talking to nobody else. So if you're waiting on your neighbor to do it, then guess what? You ain't going. Do you want to go meta this month? I'm talking to you. Do you? Want to go meta this month? Do you want to go meta this month? If that's you, shout yeah! Shout it again, shout yeah! So let me take you there, let me take you there, let me take you there, let me get you there, let me get you there, let me get you there. Say, let's go, Bishop. Let me get you there, let me get you there. there. Many met you in your process, but God's going to reintroduce you in your promise. Job 8.7, then what you had in the past will seem small compared to the great prosperity you'll have in the future. Look at me, everything you've done up to this point has been small potatoes. Okay, some of y'all unfamiliar with that nomenclature, so that's fine, let me give you something a little bit more 1115-ish. Everything you've done up to this point ain't nothing compared to what you about to do. You were celebrating. Look at this trophy. God is like, baby, bye. That ain't nothing but a, listen, that's a a little person trophy. You about to get you a grown trophy. Process means time. Process means development. Process means there's something I have to go through that's making me into something that I can't see, but he sees. I couldn't imagine, but he knows exactly what he's doing. And because I trust God, that means I trust the God of the process let me fix some of y'all stop posting trust the process don't ever say that again that's the most stupid thing you could ever utter out of your mouth because the process watch me you met a guy to make sure that your process is a process that he's in control of not you because for some of you watch me your process is what you are trying to do but God has you in a process that's above your head you're like watch me you're like a piece of clay on a potter's wheel and he's shaping you and making you I don't trust the process no 1115 we trust the God of the process come on which means even when the process is painful. I trust God. Even the process makes me want to give up, I trust God. Even when the process makes me want to throw in the towel, I trust God. Even when I feel like I'm about to spin out of control in the process, I trust the God of the process.
0: I don't trust no process.
3: I trust the God of the process. Because sometimes the process is gonna make me want to cuss it out. We're the honest people, Lempathine. Sometimes the process is gonna make me want to... De- you have a- Okay, Lempathine, Lean in, lean in. Just me and you. Just don't worry about nobody else. You ever come here, come here. You, you ever had a period in your process to where you imagine yourself doing something to somebody that's been adding mess to your process? Okay, see, it's not enough real people at the eleven fifteen. You, you. You have a you pre plan going off on somebody? Where the honest people at Liberty? Like you ever drove in your car with no music on talking to yourself about what you about to say to somebody? I don't trust the process. I trust the God of the process. Watch me. Many people, they met you. Look at this. I'm about to... I got animals for you today. They, y'all ready? Ooh, what is it? If you hit the nine fifteen hush. You ready? They met you as a little kitty cat. Oh, oh. What's the name? Uh, what's the names? Shyla and Mila. Who? Mia. Renee and 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 and. Stacey. big butt and a smile. Listen, that's what's the <laughs> name It's a joke. Give me one more time, give me one more time. Myla, Shiloh. I'm gonna give my own names, Hagen and Dawes, listen. Ben and Jerry's, y'all ready? Crispy and Cream. ready? All right. Okay. This is how we met you. I want you to pay attention. They are codependent on one another. look in in the cage. The one won't do nothing without the other. Look at me. They have all of this cage to explore. And instead, they've decided to be stagnant in one place. And for some of you, God says you've decided to be stagnant in one city, in one place, in one movement, in one moment. Watch me. But I'm trying to reintroduce you because they met you as a house cat, but I'm about to reintroduce you. Look on the screen. I don't like the fact that some of y'all ain't shouting right there. God's about to reintroduce you we met you needing cosigners and codependent we met you scared we met you fearful we met you timid but allow me to reintroduce myself would you fist bump three people say allow me to reintroduce myself proverbs 28 and 1 says that the wicked are on the run and ain't nobody pursuing them but the righteous are as bold as a lion touch somebody on the shoulder say you're about to be bold God, I release the spirit of boldness over the people of harvest that we would be bold in everything we do. We would not be scared. We would not be timid. We would not be fearful. But we will be, we will be, make it personal, say, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, say it with me, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, put a praise behind it, right? Oh, you're about to watch me do what I wouldn't do before. You're about to step out of the boat and walk on some water. You're about to do what your family members talk about, but you're finally going to be about. God's going to make you bold. Look at me. Look at me. Look at the screen. Look at the screen. Cover up peaches and cream for me. Cover them up. Cover them up. Look at me. The wicked flee, and ain't nobody coming after them. Let me tell you why God has not let you run from some things. And he keeps throwing it in your face. So you keep avoiding it, and he's like, you keep avoiding it. You know what he does? He throws it in your face. You keep trying to just go to sleep. And maybe when I wake up, it ain't going to be no man. And God, as soon as you wake up, he be like, hello. You say, if I go to the movies, maybe I ain't going to have no problem. If I go drink, maybe I ain't going to have a problem. If I go smoke, maybe I ain't going to have a problem. And in this moment, you come up off your high. Hello? Because watch what the scripture saying. The wicked flee. What does it mean? They run even though nothing's running after them. And for some of you, hear me, part of your reintroduction is that God has to kill the runner in you, which means there's some things God says, you're going to face this, you're going to deal with this, you're not going to run from this, you're not going to abort this, you're not going to quit this, because guess what? If you quit it now, you're going to have to retake this test next year. And I don't know about you, I don't do staying at the same grade level year after year. Baby, if it ain't going up, 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 then I don't want to have no parts of it. I need you to speak this for yourself. Say, you will not run, but you will be bold. Now, I encourage somebody next to you. Look at them. Say, handle it. Uh-uh, uh uh-uh. Say it with authority. Say, you got this. Look at somebody else. Say, you got this. Online, you type it in the building. Find you a third person. Look at them. Say, you got this.
2: Handle it.
3: Stop complaining. You're not overwhelmed. Stop complaining. Yes, you can do it. Stop complaining. You're not going to die. Stop complaining. This is not the end of you. This is the beginning of you. Shut your mouth and handle it. We met you in your struggle. But God's about to reintroduce you in your success. Which means your struggle has not been in vain. What is struggle? It's proof. Watch me. You ready? It's proof of persistence. <laughs> what is struggle? Struggle is proof I ain't gave up. Let me prove to you. Let me prove to you. Let's, let's do a little arm wrestling. Let's do a little arm wrestling. Let's move this. Let's move this. Hold on, just move right there. No, no, no it's good because you're going to lose. Come on. <laughs> well, I've been in the gym. And even if you are going to win, you're going to lose because. You ready? See, watch me. This is your struggle. You're like, oh my God, it's just so much. Oh my God, it's just, I can't do it. But you're doing it, shut up. Oh my God, it's just so much, shut up. Because what you're not paying attention to is the fact that you, you're further now than you were when you started. And every now and then, it's gonna bounce back with a little strength. But guess what? My struggle is proof I haven't quit. My struggle is proof I haven't given up. And I'm gonna tell somebody, you're about to go meta and take that mark out. Come on, speak this over your life. Say, my struggle will end in success. Psalm thirty-seven, twenty-three: The Lord grants success to those whose behavior he finds commendable. Which means while I'm in a struggle, God says, I pay attention to how you act while you're in a struggle. While you're in a struggle, I pay attention to how you act while you're in the struggle. While you're in a struggle, I pay attention to how you act while you're in the struggle. Which means I pay attention, watch me, to whether you're honorable and excellent. Pay attention. God says, I only grant success to people I find commendable. Look at me. We live in a culture where you look and say, well, so-and-so doing it, so-and-so. God don't care nothing about that. God does not check Instagram to decide what he's going to do. God does not check your uh, March Madness lineup to see what he's going to do. God does not consult former presidents to see what they're going to do. God does not consult current presidents to see what he's going to do. God does not consult TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. God says, I'm deciding what I want. And if I order a steak and you bring me a cheeseburger, I don't have to take your your, your cheeseburger. I'm going to send it back to the kitchen. Anybody know some people who are notorious for sending stuff back? You ready? Because that's not what I ordered. What is this? You think I'm supposed to accept this because this is all you wanted to offer me. I'm going to say it again. There's too many Christians that keep giving God something and God's like, that's not what I ordered. Well, Lord, it's the best I got. Actually, you're lying. It's not because you gave your husband better. Actually, you're lying. It's not because you give your job better. Actually, you're lying. It's not. You give those fake friends better than what you give your real God. It's actually not. It's not. He says, "I'm looking for two things. Say two things. I'm looking for you to be honorable. Honorable is proof of a, uh, proof of honor is adaptation." God says, "While you're in your struggle, I need you to adapt. The purpose of your struggle is to break former paths, former patterns, former actions, former behaviors. So the purpose of your struggle is to build strength. But to build strength, I have to tear muscle. To tear muscle, I take you meta. So I need you. Watch me. I need you to be honorable. I need you to be respectful." Uh oh! See how quiet it just got. Come on, come on. See, some of you, you're right in the argument, but you're wrong in how you handle the argument. See, your point was right, but how you handled that was ratchet. So God says, I'm not giving you credit for your ratchet behavior, even though your point was right, because you were not honorable. See, it's gonna get quiet at 11:15. I ain't studying you. Look at the person next to you. Say, be honorable. Be honorable. Honor flows up, down, and around. Which means, watch me, watch me. How do you honor the Lord? How do you honor leaders that he places above you? See, for some of you, God has a way of punishing your dishonor. You know what it's called? He makes you a leader and then makes you lead people that are like you. He gives you a team and you're like, look at me, look at me. I got promoted. God is like, yep, and I gave you all the worst. You got the C team. And you're going to be the highest selling producer and ain't nobody else on your team able to produce. Second second thing God says, I require excellence. Look at me. This is the hand I want. This is the hand I want. Uh, come on. It's a good hand. Now, I don't gamble, but I'm told it's a good hand. They said they set them out for me. I, I don't, listen, I don't, I don't know. Gambling ain't in my spirit. That's what they told me. They told me this is a good hand. What is this? It's a good hand for today. That's what it is. Okay? This is the hand that I want. He said it's a royal flush. Is this a royal flush? Bam. This is what I want. I want everything to be great. I want good people. <laughs> I want good everything. I, I, want, I want everything to be good. I want the best. I want the best. What he gave you though. No, he ain't even do that. He just gave you. <laughs> Jokers. He just gave you... Oh, they have ranks? I learned that today. Listen. Look at me. Look at me. Some of the people around you treat everything like it's a joke. Nothing's ever serious. I'm just chill, bro. No, you're cursed, bro. Because you don't do anything with excellence. What is excellence? It means... It doesn't mean I have a great hand. It just means that I take a bad hand... And I play that bad hand like it is a good hand until God changes what's in my hand. And I need some of y'all, I need your excellence to improve. Let it be known that if you touch it, we know it's you because it's done with excellence. Not perfection, but excellence. Open your mouth 11 1115 and say, God, give me a spirit of excellence. Look at this. Look at this. You ready? You ready? God revels in reintroductions. Revels. He has fun with it. Like God is like, this is what I do. You ever done something that you have so much fun doing it, you lose time? Come on, let's have interactive church. What is that for you in the building? Online, type it in the comments. What is it that you revel in, you have fun in? What is that? Talk. Working with your hands, organizing, talking, building stuff. Video games, meditating, reading, shopping. Women be shopping. You cannot stop a woman from shopping. All right, some of you are like, what is that? It's a movie. I need y'all to read your Bibles, because y'all. God revels in introducing you as some $2 olives. That's what they want. That's what they're worth. Two dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. You ready? God revels in saying, this is how they met you. (laughs) They met you as a two dollar (laughs) olive. Come on, Lepheteen. They met you when you didn't have standards. Let's talk. (laughs) They met you before your struggle. They met you before your process. They met you when you were the house cat. Now let me show you something. I'm gonna show you something. Look, look, look. They steal. Now you're missing the point. They haven't moved. And for some of you, this has been the last five years of your life. You over there meowing and they made a move. You meowing and ain't win meta. but I need you to elbow everybody, cause everybody in your section, everybody online is about to go meta. Elbow them and say, bust a move. Let's go matter. Tell them, let's go matter. Let's go matter. Let's go. God, revels and in introducing you. That's some two dollar olives. Bitch, why you keep saying what it's worth? because it's your process that actually makes you see I know you're like it's too much God is like I know but I'm turning you from $2 olives to $25 olive oil same olives are reintroduced I feel like preaching right through here not very valuable very valuable can't go everywhere but oil can slip down into anywhere I need you to open your mouth and say, God is about to reintroduce me. God Look at Jude, Jude one twenty-four. Now unto him that is able to keep you from stumbling or falling into sin, may he present you. May he present you. May he reintroduce you. Look at me. First part of the verse says that he's able to keep you from stumbling or falling into sin. You know why many people don't go meta? Is because they stay in their mistakes. They stay stuck in their mistakes. They stay stuck in their mess. And and listen, we did this at the 9.15, we're going to do this at 11.15, we're almost done. You don't know what mistake the person next to you is stuck in. You don't know what taunts them when they're trying to go to sleep. You don't know when they're driving down the street and they see certain things what begins to come up in their mind. You don't know the words their father spoke or didn't speak, the words their mother spoke or didn't speak, the words their ex spoke or did not speak that keep them stuck in the middle of sin. What is sin? A mistake. And I need you to recognize you're sitting next to somebody. You're about to help them. Listen, I need you to just touch them on the shoulder and say, whatever your mistake was in Jesus name, come out of it now. It's over. Get up. Move on. You got to go meta. I pray you would not be stuck. 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 stuck. Get up and let's go meta. Get up and let's go meta. But Bishop, I made a mistake. Put a period on it. Get up and let's go. Jesus, went meta. We're introduced to him as a baby. We're introduced to him as a baby. You ain't never seen Jesus like this. I just wanted to give you a biblically accurate depiction. Look at me. 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 me. Hair like wool, skin like bronze, tattoo on his thigh. I just want to give you a biblically. Jesus doesn't look like the son of one of the popes, Cesare Borgia. Jesus don't look like that. I wanted you to see a more accurate depiction of what your Savior actually. What's going to be crazy is a lot of Americans are going to miss him because they're going to be looking for the wrong. Okay, let's go. And I'm so glad it ain't a black thing. It ain't a white thing, baby. It's a Jesus thing. Come on here. <laughs> Let's go. All right, watch. We're introduced to him as a baby. Mary's baby. We're introduced to him as a baby. We're reintroduced to him as king of kings and lord of lords. After what? After process. After what? After struggle. After what? He goes from house cat to lion. That's why he's known as the lion of the tribe of Judah. But he goes through a process. That process includes helping people who don't help back. That process includes being lied on. That process includes being betrayed. That process includes doing everything right and getting everything wrong. That process includes being dealt a bad hand, but playing it well. But God did what? He reintroduced him. And 1115, when he reintroduced him, he says, at your name, every knee shall bow. Every tongue is going to confess, whether they want to or they're not, that you are Lord. I ain't fighting with no atheist. I ain't fighting with no Hebrew Israelite. I'm not fighting with an agnostic. I'm not fighting with a Muslim. I'm not fighting what? Oh, God. I, mm, mm, mm. I ain't fighting with nobody because everybody's about to have to bow the knee. Daniel. We're introduced to Daniel as a young man with three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And Daniel, these were four friends. Their Hebrew names are Azariah, Mishael, Hananiah. They're four friends. They're all in a friend group. And pay attention. You have to make sure you have friends. Watch me. That belong in your group. Let me talk over here. Because some of you, watch me, you need to begin to look and say, who doesn't fit? Y'all know when you go to the kids' menu at the restaurant and they'll be like, what doesn't go here? For some of you, there's people around you that don't go here. Watch me, because every time you're trying to go somewhere, they just want to stay here. You missed it. They want to be codependent. They, they don't want to roar. They don't want to be reintroduced because they like the previous introduction to them because they think that's all it's going to be. But Job 8, 7 says, what it was is small compared to what it's going to be. I'm so excited about your neighbor's reintroduction. I'm, watch me. I don't know who needs to hear this. There's somebody, you're listening to this word right now. This week, God says, you, were, you left the company on Friday in one position. This week, he's about to reintroduce you. And when you walk in there, you're going to be in a higher seat. Who am I preaching to right there? We're introduced to Daniel as a young man. That is thrown into a lion's den. We're introduced to Daniel as a young man that had a spirit of excellence and honor. But the Bible says that they ended up finding false things to accuse him of. Because when you walk in excellence, even though you haven't been perfect, there's no accusation that sticks. Able somebody say no accusation is gonna be able to stick. Matter of fact, I pray for whoever was worried that God was supernaturally shut down the mouth of every accusation. No weapon formed against you will prosper. in every time that rises in judgment, I pray right now, it be condemned. So Daniel is thrown in a what? Let's see if you can be a good church. I want to preach now. Daniel was thrown in a what? In a lion's den. Problem is. Problem is. So there's several problems. First thing is Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, which means all you did was make me face my God. All you did when you were trying to hurt me is make me pray more, make me more spiritual. But can I go deeper? Because Daniel, watch me, went through a process. Daniel is looking at them lions and they think, "Ooh, these lions are going to get him. Daniel is like, "Bruh, you must not understand. I'm one too. You can't scare me with what I am. Which means, watch me, while you think you're about to take me down, I was built for this. I was born for this. I got this. I know how to handle this. Would you elbow somebody next to you and say, You got this? We got this. We're reintroduced to him. Oh, it's a gladiator spirit in the building now. It's a warrior spirit in the building now. It's some lions in the building and online now. Y'all ready? So watch me. We're introduced to him in this den. We're introduced to him when he's on a fast for 21 days. We're introduced to him when he's a young man with three friends that he can't help their situation. We're reintroduced to him as one of the three rulers over what was the most powerful nation on the earth at the time. You missed it. He was a young man in a place of high power. I came to tell some of y'all, it's not going to match your age, but you're about to be given a seat of authority. It's not going to match your resume or your background. There's going to be other people who are more qualified than you, but you're about to be given a seat of authority. You're about to go, matter. Where are you going? We're introduced to Moses as an abandoned young man who's thrown into the Nile for his mother's desire, Yoshebel, to save him. She had to abandon him to save him. For some of you, what you call rejection was really protection. What you call abandonment was really assignment. (laughs) Moses struggles with this insecurity of being thrown away and abandoned by his mother because he can't figure out why his mother would give up her son that she loves. But she kept Aaron and Miriam. But she sent Moses. I want to shout because she knew Aaron and Miriam weren't the metal ones. Moses was going to be the meta one. And I'm going to tell some of y'all, you don't even understand why you get treated different or why you're the black sheep or why they handle you differently. It's because you're the one that's going to be meta. Every meta person, release a praise right there. Go. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're almost done. They treated you different, but it was your assignment. They abandoned you, but it was because of your assignment. They rejected you, but it was for your protection. Shout yeah. Moses is treated different. She keeps, pay attention. So it's, you ready for this? Can I go real deep in everything? So it's not like she can't take care of kids, it's so just she take care of them. It's not like he don't take care of kids because he's taking care of his other ones. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. It's not like they can't do it because they're doing it for everybody else, but they won't do it for... Okay, this is too real. This is too real. This is too real. This is too real. So you're taking care of Aaron and Miriam, but you send me down the Nile. We're introduced to him as an insecure man that deals with abandonment issues. That anytime somebody looks like they're going to walk away from him, He responds with pride and arrogance. He's insecure, but he's prideful. He's insecure, but he's really ashamed of the fact that he can't figure out why she would send him down the Nile. That's because he wouldn't understand it until years later that had he not been sent down the Nile, he would have been like Aaron and Miriam. He would have been a Hebrew slave. Look at me. Moses was never a slave. You didn't listen. You didn't listen, so I'm going to call over here. He was sent to deliver enslaved people, but he was never a slave. You're not listening. I'm going to have to talk to the middle. His sister and brother were slaves. He was never a slave because he was the one that was going to go madder. So God says, let me isolate you and separate you from them. Because you are going to deliver them. You will never know slavery. You will never know slavery. In fact, you're going to be raised in the house of the Pharaoh. Why? Because when you're age 80, and for those of you who say, Bishop, I'm too old to go mad. Shut your mouth. You might be young, but you're ready. You might be not as young as you used to, but you're still ready. Ready? You ready? At age 80, I'm going to send you back. And when you go to Pharaoh's court, you're going to need credentials. You're going to need a, you're going to need a, let me have your badge. You're going to need, you're going to need some kind of way. You can't just walk up on the Pharaoh's court and just say, let me in, let me in now. (laughs) You need credentials. So when you walk up to Pharaoh's court and they see you, they're like, wait a minute, we know him. Come on in, Moses. What if I told you God lets you go to certain places and do certain things that didn't make sense to you last year? Because they need to recognize your face when they see you this year. Because when you show up, they're going to be like, no, get him out this line. Get him out this line. In other words, his wait is over, preach, Bishop. In other words, they're not going to go through the same process as everybody else. Take them, Meta. We're introduced to him as the stuttering, insecure man. We are reintroduced to him as the man that would be the first great leader of the Hebrew people, to take them out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. It leads 2 million people to a place called promise through a process called we don't know where we're going. You ready? God reintroduces him. We're introduced to Job as a man that's wealthy, successful, in the land of Uz. The Bible says there's no man like him. He's got kids. He gives offerings for his kids. Job was such a good father that he said, I'm going to sow just in case my kids are crazy. That's some type of daddy when he say, I'm going to give an offering in case you do wrong. Because my offering is for me. Listen. um, (laughs) I'm just just playing. That's me. The Bible says the Lord brings his name up. Say God brings his name up. You worried about people bringing your name up. Watch me. You're so meta. Say, how meta am I? God says, I'm going to bring your name up. But I'm going to bring your name up in a meeting that's about to have some unintended consequences at first. Because Satan comes into the meeting, and as Satan comes into the meeting, God says, where you been? He says, I've been walking to and fro on the earth. Let me help some of you religious people that have inaccurate understandings. Satan is not omnipresent. Where did he come from? Walking on the earth. Because he's not everywhere at the same time. What are you telling me that for, Bishop? Stop giving him so much glory. I'm talking about the devil this, the devil this, the devil that, mm -mm. He got to walk to get to where he want to go. He ain't even got a bus pass. Listen. No Uber or Lyft. You Ready? You ready? God brings his name up. Baby ready? God brings his name up. And when God brings his name up, day one, Job loses everything, but he falls to his knees in worship. Day two, say day two. They're not consecutive days. They're just accumulation of days. Day two, his body is attacked. From, From Job, chapter one, we're introduced to him as a man that had everything and lost it. Now, for those of you who have never gone through a valley, you won't understand what the rest of us are about to do. For those of you where you've never lost a car, never lost a house, never lost a job, never lost money, never lost something, you're not going to understand what we're about to do. But for those of us where you've ever had a Job experience where I had some things, and then the Lord brought my name up and took me into a valley. But in Job, watch me, chapter 42, 41 chapters pass. The Bible says that God gives Job double. This next praise is for the fact that my God has the ability to give me double for my trouble. Go. Oh yeah, I know you lost some stuff. I know you lost some stuff, but I pray God release stuff. Clap your hands like devil's about to hit your bank account. Devil's about to hit your body. Devil's about to hit your family. Say, God, reintroduce me. Stand on your feet, everybody, in the building, in the line. Stand on your feet, in the building, on the line. Last reintroduction. God revels in this. He likes this. Everybody, on your feet, in the building, on the line. You're only sitting if your legs don't work. And then come get healing so that your legs work. You're going to to get healed by 115.
0: <laughs> Say Joseph.
3: I like Joe. Um, Joseph's name means the Lord continues to increase me. That's crazy because everything Joseph goes through looks like decrease. So we're introduced to him as a 17-year-old young man that has two dreams that he tells his brothers to that he never should have told his brothers to. And so he's never tell your dreams to people who only share nightmares. Some of your warfare is because of your words to the wrong people. He tells on the first dream, he says the stars were bowing down to him. There were 12 stars for his brothers or 11 for his brothers. Second dream, he says, the sun and the moon and the stars are bowing down. Son sun and the moon and his mother and father and his brothers. Here's the problem. Say, what's the problem? Bishop? I can't control my dreams. So you're mad at me because I dreamed of something that I couldn't control in the first place. All my dream was was saying, I know y'all are cool in the field. But this isn't it for me. I know you all are happy. And I got this coat of many colors, but baby, I want a store full of coats so I can sell the coats to. Oh, yeah. oh. Joseph was like, there's more in me than what you're trying to box me in. Say the introduction. Yeah. Bible says, we're almost done with the Bible says that his brothers hate him because his father's love, his father loves them more. So they throw him into a pit. They strip him of his robe, the robe of many colors, and they throw him into a pit. Look on the screen. What does the Bible say about this pit? There was no water in the pit. What does this mean? They wanted to kill him. They didn't expect him to survive when they threw him into the pit. And for some of you, can I be honest with you? Oh, there was a whole hit on you. There was a whole attempt to take you out of here. God is so good to you, he didn't let you see the totality of their plans. Now, this ain't for everybody, but for those of us that know that God has kept some stuff from killing us, kept some car accidents kept some sicknesses kept some diseases kept some stuff from killing us on three we're almost done 1115 can you worship the God that lets you survive one two three that's the best you got he lets you survive come on somebody say I'm a survivor Ready? The pit was empty, so they intended for him to die from the pit. Elbow, Elbow your neighbor said, they, you they wanted you to die. Say, I'm so glad you disappointed them. So you disappointed. Some man needs to hear this. She wanted you locked up. I'm so sorry to disappoint her. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. There's somebody, they wanted you fired, and now they're about to lose their job, and you're about to get a promotion. Open your mouth and say, I survived the worst. Say it again, I survived the worst. So watch me, we're introduced to him here. From that pit, he's sold into slavery. From slavery in Potiphar's house, he is thrown into prison for false charges. You you don't know how anointed you are until we see how you would respond to what's not true. From false charges, now he is thrown into prison. He is left there. He helps other people while he's locked up and for two years they forget about him. For two years they forget about him. For two years they forget about him. But whenever I see two I know I'm seeing a prophetic number because two is a biblical number of witness. See we're introduced to Joseph with dreams. No reality. I want to preach now. But I'm done. (laughs) We're introduced to Joseph with dreams and his dreams scare the enemy. What is it about you that all you're doing is talking about what you want to do. You ain't done it yet. You're just looking at property. You ain't put an offer in yet. You're just looking at businesses. You haven't filed it yet. What is it about you? We're introduced to him here. The Bible says Pharaoh one day has a dream. They don't know how to interpret the dream. One of the guys that was locked up with Joe says,
2: wait a minute.
3: I remember my sin. He says, Pharaoh, remember when you were locked up or you locked me up and you wouldn't let me out because you were mad at me? I met this dude named Joe. Say, my name is about to be brought up from what I did years ago. You were faithful somewhere years ago. You were consistent somewhere years ago. Whoa, 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 whoa. And your name's about to be brought up. When I count to three, release your first and your last name. Keep me up. One, two, three, go. Put a praise behind your name to push it. Put a praise behind your name to push it. The man brings up his name and says, wait a minute. I know who we need. And who we need is not in the room. Pharaoh's like, where are you at? He said, I think he's still locked up. Go get him. Elbow somebody. I know you're probably tired of your neighbor. I don't care. Because you're about to get results. I'd much rather you be a little tired of touching your neighbor. they little tired of typing it in the comments than not get results. Online, you type it in the on You elbow. Say you're about to be sent for all expenses paid. Say it. Say all expenses paid. They're covering everything. Woo! Let's go. He says, go get him. He said, okay. I'm going to go get him. Pharaoh says, Who, this, this him? All right, Joseph, what did I dream? This is what you dreamed. What's the interpretation of the dream? This interpretation of the dream. He was like, Look at me. He only interpreted one dream. You only need, I feel like running, one opportunity. I only need one message. You only need one introduction. You only need what some of y'all are like it's gonna take years. No, it's not. I prophesy to you, it's only gonna take one. Joseph interprets one dream, and he goes meta. Throw your finger up. Say it's going to take one opportunity, one phone call. I just heard the Lord loud and clear. Somebody, you got an interview this week. From that one phone interview, you're about to get the biggest promotion and biggest pay increase you've ever received in your entire life. Just leave it alone. You ready? Y'all ready? So watch me say we're reintroduced to him. God is like, your brothers met you here. Your daddy met you here. Everybody saw you there. What they don't recognize is all this pressure I put you under. Because to get oil, you got to crush your olives. All this crushing I had you under. All of this stuff I've been having you to deal with. You thought it was for nothing. It wasn't for nothing. I'm about to take you. So look at the next verse. Genesis 41. It says, This is Pharaoh speaking to Joseph. You will be over my house. Your brothers didn't want you in the house. Now you can be over all my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Forty-two. Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand, put it on Joseph's hand, clothed him in garments of fine linen. Wait a minute. Didn't your brothers try to take your coat of many? Didn't they take it? You met me with one coat. I'm about to have a wardrobe. They met you on the bus. They're about to meet you owning your own transportation company. They met you in bankruptcy. You're about to be the banker. Yeah. Open your mouth. Say, God's about to reintroduce me. Yeah. Then they put a gold chain on his neck. They put a gold chain. They said, Joe, we got you. You're gonna Come here, Joe. Gonna, come on. Just, just, I don't know. Let's do the best you can. All right, just come on, just in Jesus' name. Just wrap this one in that one. There you go. It'll be like Mr. T. Listen. What is gold? It represents value. What is gold? It represents money. You ain't, watch me, you ain't gonna just have money. When people see you, you're gonna look like. Y'all, are, y'all don't speak the King's English. Look at me this side of the building. You ain't just gonna have money. They're gonna look at you and be like, who is this? Because he look like this my three people say you're gonna look like money. You we gotta go. And he made him ride in his second chariot. Everybody stand, we're going. We're introduced to him. Right here. This is your teens, your 20s, this is 2022, 2021, 2020. I came to announce to you that this process, God says, good job. Because the month of March, allow me to reintroduce you. You know what's crazy? These few olives had that much oil, which means there was so much more in you that God had to squeeze out of you. But can I get you to rejoice? Eleven fifteen. That your reintroduction is scheduled. It has already begun. Shake that hand. to three people say, "Allow me to reintroduce myself." Online, type it in the comments. We're done. Now for those of you that are radical, not only shake their hand, but you ought to put some type of praise behind that thing. Allow Allow me to reintroduce myself. 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 Look like money, look like favor. Look like blessing, look like breakthrough. You look like money, you look like favor. You look like blessing, look like breakthrough. We have to go. We got to go. How many of you know this message was for you? Reintroduce me. Some of you, you're not a Christian. Today's your day in this building or online. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. On the count of three, I want you to throw your hand up in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji say, it's me. For some of you, the reintroduction we're about to have is a you that loves the Lord. It's a you that's consistent to the Lord. It's a you that knows how to get things right with the Lord. All this messing up and, and backsliding, stop all that. If you mess up, keep it going. Stop running away from God two and three months. All these crazy sabbaticals has been going through a lot, so you thought not giving God, not coming to church, not logging online, you thought that was the solution, Mm-mm. baby? I'm gonna need your mind to go meta, son. I'm gonna need your mind to go meta, ma'am, daughter, lady, gentlemen. Today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure, heads bowed, eyes closed. When I count to three, you slip your hand up in this building. Online, do the hand with emoji sets say says me. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. This is your moment. You can't go meta if you don't know the master. One, two, three, if that's you. Hands up in this building. Online, do the hand with emoji. I see you. I see you. I see you. In the building and online. Come on, y'all. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Oh, everybody, say, Lord, take me meta. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Everybody pray with me. Say, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, open your eyes. In the building online, scan the QR code or text HARVEST to 55498.
2: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So,
1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out Sisa's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secureourworld.